Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Santiago and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey guys, this is Gabby. Thanks for tuning in. So today, I wanted to talk with you all about getting rid of vain conceit. So first of all, I want to share what the definition of vain conceit is. Vain conceit is being excessively proud of or concerned about one's own appearance, qualities, and achievements, or achievements. Now when you hear that, you might think, well, what's wrong about me, you know, wanting to be proud about my achievements or be proud and excessive about my appearance? The problem is when it's all about us, it can't be all about God, right? And we know that as Christ's followers, 1 Corinthians 10.31 says, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. And guys, this is so important because God has been showing me just the spirit of pride, right? Vain conceit, that I was having that in parts of my lives and I didn't realize what it actually was to the Lord, how God sees it. And so today I really wanna share with you guys how God sees vain conceit, how he sees selfish ambition and that we need to allow that to die because that is not of Jesus, right? When we walk in Christ, we are choosing to die to our flesh and to walk in who he has called us to be, to be a new creation, right? Like what 1 Corinthians 5 talks about, therefore anyone who is in Christ, the old has gone and the new has come. And so when we're talking about vain conceit, we have to remember that although it may sound okay and good, right, to be excessively proud about your achievements, I mean, even the world, right? I, I Growing up, I was a very ambitious person. Um, I was always a go-getter. Um, growing up, I built my own piano business, was always entrepreneurial, wanting to get things done, wanted to pursue my master's and get all these accolades and everything. But now that I'm in Christ, I have to remember that yes, it's okay to want to do good, to be productive, to be successful, but we have to make sure that we're not doing it just for our own achievements. Right? Philippians 2, 3, 8. This, I remember the Holy Spirit just taking me to this verse and it really opened my mind to realize how bad selfish ambition is. And I didn't realize that I, that I had that in my heart that had to be taken away. But in Philippians 2, 3, God says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. So God makes it clear, guys, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. That means that we should not be pursuing something just so that we can have an accolade to add to our achievements. That means we shouldn't be doing something just so that um, it's for our own appearance or our own good looks, right? Like it, it might sound so innocent, but we have to remember that selfish ambition and the spirit of pride doesn't come from God. That comes from the enemy, right? And I remember um, when the Lord had led me to this verse and I was thinking to myself, you know, wow, that, that was me, God. And I had that thought, like, I know it's bad, but it doesn't seem bad. But then the Lord really told, this is what God said. And he says, do you want to look more like Satan? Because we think that selfish ambition sounds good. But in reality, when we pursue selfish ambition, we're wanting to look more like the enemy, Satan, than Jesus. Because Jesus was not all about his status, all about his own achievements. He was about pleasing the Father. Right? So we have to make sure that we are here to glorify God. I'm going to read the rest of Philippians 2, verses 4 to 8. So it says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. Do not look into your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God, something to be used to his own advantage, 
Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Like, guys, like, Jesus was God, by the way. He had, like, everything that God had. Yet, right here, it says he didn't consider equality with God something to be used in his own advantage. Even Jesus went low. Even he humbled himself. And he did, like, Scripture says, I think it's in John 5. Jesus says, my my food is to do the, the will of the Father. God's will. And so we have to remind ourselves, guys, that we should not be pursuing anything out of selfish ambition. And it takes a lot of hard work. We have to be intentional, guys. But we have to remember that, like what I've been mentioning in the last podcast, when we allow a little sin, we're opening the door for greater sin, for the enemy to continue to attack. Right. So we don't want to allow little sin because a little sin opens the door for the enemy to come in. And he is sneaky, guys. Like He's not just going to destroy your life. He's going to do it little by little to a place where you don't think it's a big deal. Like, nah, it's fine. Right? Like, think about like when someone falls into adultery. It doesn't start off with like them sleeping with someone. First, it was just like, oh, they look nice. They start thinking thoughts about them. They start flirting and texting, right? And then it grows greater and it eventually leads to death. And so we have to make sure that we are all for Jesus, that we live for him. Because guys, the reality is if it's even a little bit about us, it's not all about Jesus. And Jesus says, if you want to follow me, Right, We must die to our flesh and to carry our cross. And it sounds intense, guys, but we find life when we actually walk and follow Jesus. There's this purity and joy that comes only when we abide in Christ. And guys, like, there is such joy just living for Him. It's no longer about us. Right, because I used to be like all about myself and, and God really grew me you know, in my, in my different seasons and walks of life. I still remember when I first was um, working my first job, all I thought about was myself. I want to look good to my manager and I did it at the cost of hurting my coworker. And it's just not godly. I didn't even feel peace. But the moment I humbled myself and trusted God, he lifted me up. And God promises that. First Peter 5, 6 says, Humble yourselves therefore under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. So guys, understand that God is for your good. He wants you to succeed. He wants you to bless other people. But when you do it for him, you allow him to raise you up in a way that's pure, that's not gonna backstab someone, that's not gonna make you look more like the enemy. Because guys like Lucifer, he was all about himself, right? He became so prideful that he fell. And he used to be one of the angels, you know, of the Lord, but he fell. And so we have to make sure that we don't fall into his tricks of vain conceit, right? Or selfish ambition. It may sound good because we're doing something for ourselves, But guys, anything that's selfish ambition or vain conceit is not of God. And it will open the door for us to walk in destruction, which is why God clearly commands in Philippians 2, right? Do nothing out of selfish ambition. So I want you guys to just start thinking and asking yourselves, you know, God, show me areas in my life where I have been pursuing selfish ambition, where I have been doing things for my own sake, for me to look good. Right, this could even be maybe at church. You just want to lead. You just want to be the worship leader so that you look like you're someone special. That's selfish ambition, guys. You're doing it for yourself, and when you're doing even a little bit for yourself, it can't be for God. It's either it's all or nothing, right? It's either all for God or all about you, and we have to make sure that we're not living all for ourselves. So start asking, like, whenever you do something, think about it. God, why am I doing this? And there's times where God is reminding me, like, I have to purify myself. I have to set boundaries, you know, and For example, like social media, I'll bring this up. Social media, I feel like was designed for vain conceit. It's like you're sharing your highlights. 
it's like you having a chance to have a platform to look good, getting people liking you, right? It feels good to have likes. It feels good to have followers. I'm not saying that it's bad to use social media, but we have to remember that even when we use social media, that we are careful that it doesn't turn to vain conceit. That's all about our appearance, all about us, right? We can use social media for God, but it's either for God or just using it for yourself. And when I went to LA um, past um, couple of weeks, I remember the Lord was convicting me and telling me, Gabby, you're, you're getting into vain conceit. You know, I started wanting to take pictures and post pictures, but it wasn't to glorify God. It was really just for me, for people to look at myself as beautiful, right? That's vain conceit, like what we talked about. It's excessively proud or concerned about one's own appearance, qualities, or achievements. And, I, and when the Lord showed that to me, he was telling me that you're looking more like Satan when you do that. It just broke my heart. I'm like, God, I want to look more like you. You know, and I asked the Lord to purify my heart. And if that means that I need to stop going on social media or I need to stop posting stories, right? Like whatever I needed to do to get my heart right again. But there is a way to utilize social media, right? And I mean, many of you guys know that I'm always on it. Uh, I don't scroll, but I'm a poster. I remember Chris Valentin talked about it. Don't be a scroller, but be a poster. Um, so I don't scroll on social media. But even posting, we have to make sure that we're posting things for the Lord, not for our own glory, right? But honoring God in all things. And so I really had to really bring that up and ask God, God, purify my heart. You know, like I don't want to pursue social media just to gain followers, just to have likes, you know, or, you know, recently God's been opening the door for me to help others in growing their use of social media. I coach people now and I almost fell into this trap recently. Like I saw my follower numbers um, I think it was like at 21k and it went a little bit under like 20.9 something like that and I remember thinking to myself oh no but then I thought no I don't want to be about that it doesn't matter as long as God is being glorified right and so that's why I honestly I don't check my likes I don't check my followers maybe I check it once a week or whenever I, I happen to glance I don't make it intentional because I want to guard myself from not being all about that like my value is not tied to that I don't do things for that yes we can be in the world but not of the world so we have to make sure that every single day we're allowing the Holy Spirit to inspect our hearts like pray and ask God God purify my heart God show me Lord areas in my life where I've been having the wrong perspective because we want to see from God's perspective right we don't want to see from the world's perspective we have the Holy Spirit now where we get to see from God's perspective and live from that place because we live in this world we're going to be exposed to culture um you know many of you guys don't work at a church you might be working outside you might be exposed in culture but we have to make sure that the values of the culture doesn't affect our values Right? We can still mingle there and have friends and do things there, but we have to stick to our values and it takes a lot of intention, guys. I'm not saying this to say that like you can't fall um, or that you can't do well, um, but what I'm saying is that it takes a lot of intentionality to guard your heart. It takes a lot of intentionality to walk out pure and so we need to be giving our time you know, to Jesus. Even you know, in Luke, it says Jesus often went to lonely places and prayed with God. So how much should we be making sure that we, during the day, come back to God, God, how's my heart? Heart check, abiding in him. Jesus makes it so clear in John 15, apart from me, you can do nothing. And what he's saying is fruit, guys, bearing fruit, bearing fruit of purity, of goodness, of righteousness. It takes us abiding in Jesus, right? It takes us more than just praying in the morning and night and having 30 minutes of alone time with God. We need to abide with him throughout the day and live from his perspective. So I want to ask you guys to do a heart check, right? Like God, show me, show me my motives, Lord. Right, like ask yourself when you're about to post something on social media, is it just so that you look good for people to look good upon you? Are you wanting to write a book just to like add something on your accolade? Right, we want to make sure that we're doing things that God tells us to do. 
like I said, it's okay to pursue success and to pursue getting things done and be even productive. But we want to make sure that it's for God's glory. Do everything unto the Lord. Because when we chose to be in Christ, we, ha- we basically are saying, I choose to die to my flesh and to live in Christ. Now, when I share this verse to you guys, in 2 Corinthians 5, 14 and 15, it says, For Christ's love compels us, because we are convinced that one died for all, and therefore all died. And he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. So guys, it makes it clear that Jesus died, first of all, for everyone. But it's up to us to make the choice to live in him so that we may have eternal life, so that we can live life to the fullest. But that comes when we choose to die and to live in Christ. And when we're living in Christ, that means we're living for him. right? That, they, that those who live in him should no longer live for themselves. We are no longer called to live for ourselves. And there's this joy because God created all of us to glorify him. That's why even though you can have so much money, so much fame, you always want more. And it's never satisfying because you are created to glorify God. You are created to love him. And unless we actually live there and find that, we will never be satisfied with life. Like never. Right? Temporarily satisfied, but not permanently. And so I really want to you know, pray that you guys would open your eyes to see that God has so much for you. Right? To, to let selfish ambition go. If that means that you need to let go of certain projects. I feel like those who are listening, God may want you to stop something. Right? But trust His process. Right? Because the purity of heart matters to Him. Because that's where the anointing flows. When you are a clean vessel that God can just flow through, you actually start changing lives. And I believe that God wants to use you. He wants to live through you to transform many lives. But there's areas in your hearts that you just need to die. And whatever needs to be cut off, let Him cut off. Right, John 15, Jesus says, My father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that does not bear fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be more fruitful. So whatever God is wanting to cut off in your life, don't dread it. Allow his discipline to come because it's only going to purify you and you're going to look beautiful inside and out. Um, so I'll end with this verse, Psalm 67, 1-2. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine on us so that your ways may be known on earth, your salvation among all nations. And I pray this prayer, right? Like, God, be gracious to us. Make your face shine on us. So what? Is it to glorify us so that we look good? No, it's so that your ways may be known. So right here, this is the the, the the heart motive that God wants us to have. Like, God, be gracious to us. Bless us. Anoint us. Make your face shine upon us. Give us favor so that you may be known. And that's what I want to pray for you guys right now. God, I pray for those who are listening in, Lord. God, you know exactly where their heart is at. God, you know the selfish ambitions that they've had, the vain conceit, Lord, the things that their heart has been tainted by the world. But God, I ask that you wash them clean right now, Lord. I thank you, Jesus, that you died on the cross, God, so that we can always have hope that even though when we mess up, even though when we sin, we can always run back to you, God, that you can cleanse us, Lord, and that your mercies are new every day. We never have to live in shame or regret because, God, you always make a way and you work things out for our good. But Lord, I pray, God, whatever we need to let go, God, whatever we need to lay down, For the sake of purifying our hearts, God, I pray, Lord, that those who are listening, that you would speak to their hearts and make it clear, God, on what they need to lay down. God, or if they've been tolerating the wrong mindset, pursuing things that are the wrong mindset, God, I pray that you would show them your perspective and that you would purify their hearts to walk like you and to be like you, Jesus. Give us eyes, God. Give us a perspective to see as you see, Lord. Show us, God, what hurts you, Lord. Show us what is evil and what is good so that we may live rightly, God. Help us to have a heart that desires for your law and your understanding. 
I thank you, God. I bless those who are listening right now. Pray for your peace and comfort and your spirit of revelation, God, to rest upon them. In Jesus' name, amen. So I pray that you've been blessed by this. Don't forget, if you're listening on the podcast, don't forget to subscribe. Leave a review so we can reach more people. Or if you're watching on YouTube, you can also subscribe. Um, And please pray, consider too, in donating to our ministry if you've been blessed by our videos or podcasts. This helps us in creating different projects that we're working on. We are working on expanding our online Bible studies. And, um, you know, God has blessed us with interns and everything. And every person, every project we do, there's money that's involved. And so as you guys pour into it, we are working hard to disciple others and to expand God's word and truth. So if you've been blessed, you can give at livingrevelations.com slash donations. So God bless you guys and feel free to, if you want to reach out for any prayer requests, I am here and available. My husband as well, that's available. Um, if you're a man that's listening, he does Bible studies too. So feel free to email us at info at livingrevelations.com. So God bless you guys and I'll talk to you all next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.